Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Just when you thought there were no news at all to start off 2018, well, guess what? It's the executive shuffle of the WB, right? Now, do the executive shuffle. Uh, Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. In the great hall of the Justice League. You know what? There are There's no need to get mad. There's no need for kerfuffle. Just us execs doing the WB shuffle. Oh! What's kerfuffle? Do the WB shuffle. What's kerfuffle? Kerfuffle's like a Donnybrook. What's a Donnybrook? A Donnybrook is like a melee. It's like a melee. You know What's a melee? A melee is like a ruckus. Oh, you're creating ruckus? WB shuffle. It's a bit of a ruckus. Yeah. Where are these words coming <laughs> They're from? They're some of my favorite the words. Shuffle. What's it, wait, what was the word? <laughs> Kerfuffle, <laughs> Donnybrook, <laughs> a ruckus, uh, a melee. Listen, it was a very quickly established song. You saw he just told us I that know. we were going to do the WB Shuffle, and then I came up with Kerfuffle. Yep, that's right. fast. We're on top of it to start off the 2K18. Guys, I dyed my hair pink and neither of you have said anything. I just looked and it looks amazing. It's kind of weird that it's nobody said of, that either. It's Is it pink? pink. It's, it's pinkish. It's shades of it pink. It was pinker a couple days ago. Okay. I'm going to go pinker. Did you do it over the holidays for funsies? I did. Well, good. Well, good for you, Did too. you use candy canes? That would be really cool. Yeah. I know that a lot of people to be Harley Quinn use Kool-Aid. Uh, sure. So yeah. that would I've thought a about it myself. Yeah. Aren't you kind of mad at Mikey Christmas right now? Why would I be mad at Mikey Christmas? Because where are our cookies? We never got holiday cookies from him. Just and call him out on air, hoping oof. he's listening. And he's not here today. Of oof, any to day, of any day we could use Mikey Christmas, it is today. But once again, he's out fighting crime. He's busy. Hopefully, I mean, we'll get plenty of his thoughts on Twitter. Maybe we'll get lucky and get a phone call. I doubt we will. But anyways, this is a brand new year. It's 2018. This is the DC Movie News Show and the Popcorn Talk Network. What's up, everybody? We're at DC Movies SK on Twitter and Facebook. And my name's Johnny LaQuasto, at Quasto everywhere. I'm wearing a jacket just because I already had it on, and I figured let's rock this jacket on the internet. It yeah. looks really good. Thanks, I appreciate it. I got it dry cleaned. It's good. Uh, your shoulders, it's got good well, shape. Well, I've added pads. I'm just kidding. I did not. Um, so here's the deal, guys. Uh, let's do the introductions. Mikey Christmas is not here. Follow him at Mike Kalinowski. That man right there, he's the host of FX Movie Download every single week on FX as well as Man vs. Child. I just want to say, well, let's not even say it because I don't know when uh, Man vs. Child is ever airing again <laughs> in this country. And so I won't say it. I'm going to lose Man vs. Child for 2018, which okay. means executives, WB executives or right. anyone out there, my phone is is ready. Yeah. I'm ready for. Uh, I'm ready to do business. Ready for a new show. Clearly creative. Oh, they should just call you directly in 2018. Call me directly. Uh, yeah, or sure. Agent will love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can I mean, reroute. there's clearly a need for creative. Yeah. Um, I can't believe we still have a show. Is this amazing? This is like we our 16th year doing this? Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. How are we still doing this show? I don't know, but we keep growing. Wow. We started in 2014. Is that accurate or no? Yes. We started yes. when the Marvel yes. Cinematic Universe was already up and running hard. The DC movie universe was just getting off the ground. And some would argue, some would argue that it, it has yet to. And some would say that our show is... is Doing better than some of the DC movies. I think have. we have more thumbs up. Some well, would say possible. that if they listened to our show more, maybe the movies would be doing better. Oh, that's a good point. Even um, though I like all the movies. I have enjoyed them. Other than Man of Steel. I would like sure. to just say at the top of the show, to my nephew Max, you are a better Red Ranger than I am Megazord, and so you win, but I will get you next time. I agree. You also eat french fries better. Yes, this is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to uh, Anya Fox, a belated happy birthday. There you uh, go. A, a young girl who's a fan of the show. Lovely. Whose birthday was December 23rd. Ooh. And, so Anya. Uh, so Anya. Uh, and honestly, these movies we're talking about now with this new executive and all this, these are the movies for Anya. This is for the people of the future. Sure. I don't know if I'm going to make it to some of these movies come to fruition. 
That's not true. All right, maybe Don't you say name. things like that, sir. Well, the lovely voice and pink hair that you're witnessing right now. She is the crown jewel of the DC Movie News Show. You can find her everywhere on the social medias at Roxy Stryer. She is also wearing her own homemade glasses right now. Pew, 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 she pew, is Roxy Stryer. See? It's great. I love it. Shot them all like, with my laser beam. Laser glasses. beam. That looks really good on the screen right now. Yeah. It, I, you don't know that they're my hands as We're glasses. Killing it. We're killing I just the had game. to tell you guys that. Yeah. Because now you know. Uh, <sighs> so, how's the holidays? You know. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. God, Hanukkah mm-hmm. feels like years ago. For both of you, happy Hanukkah. It was yeah. a very long, long time, time ago. ago. Merry Christmas. Thank you. I appreciate it. Merry Christmas and a happy that. new year. Appreciate that. Uh, you know. 2018, I think some good things are happening. Except for cannabis reform, which Jeff Sessions, dear God, oh, man. What is what he trying to do? On? What's he trying to oh, do now? You didn't hear about this today? I didn't hear about this. I, heard, I thought we were all legal. He's 90. Can't someone just give him some weed and he calm down? He uh, so hard today. He heft California? He, uh, no, no. The United States. Oh, boy. I'll tell you guys afterwards. It has oh nothing boy. to do with D.C. Except if you like comic books, you probably like cannabis as well. That, oh. Listen, don't make those associations. <laughs> comic books are not a gateway yeah. drug, kids. Not at all. And if you are a kid, then not cool. But if you're a full-blown adult who also reads comic books and wears Batman on your shirt. Sure. And likes cannabis, ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. Just when you thought Mm-mm. Sessions was going away. Yeah. Anyways. There's a pressing issue that we need to discuss. We were talking about it last night. We said, well, it's a slow week. The year just started. Sure, we got some Shazam stuff to talk about. And you talk about a bomb getting dropped on the entire collective DC universe. It happened today. There is officially, we're always talking. What time did I text you? At like five in the morning or something? I just rolled over. early, yeah. It was super early. And then like... Oh, my God. I'd gotten to bed at, like, 5. And so, like, I got woke up. I was like, what is So it must happen? have been right after that. Yeah, because I went to bed around 5, too. You probably texted us at, like, 5.30. I don't six. know what it was, but... Yeah, that happened real early. Uh, okay, before we talk about pros and cons of it... Sure. How big of a deal do you really think it is? How big of a difference do you really believe that this change makes? I mean, here's the thing. We've been asking this question for over three years that we've been doing this show... Who is the boss? Is there going to be their version of a Kevin Feige? According to this announcement, now there is, and his name is Walter Hamada. Go, Walter. Um, Get it, Walter. Is it a big difference compared to what? I guess what I'm really confused about was when when they started to kind of like go past the initial regime, Mm -hmm. and then it was announced that like John Berg... And Jeff Johns were kind of being overseeing things, and it seemed like they were moving past the Zack Snyder verse into something new. I don't know that we ever saw that something new. Like the only movie that came out was Justice League, and sure. it was already halfway. And done. And it was already halfway done. So, so I don't. Now the question is, I don't know. I know some people out there, like Paul Ponte, friend of the show. I think hey. he's in the chat right now. Paul, Paul, Paul had a great question. Paul, Paul had said, um, "Well, you know, so what did Jeff Johns have a chance to do? Just to fall on Sujihara's sword?" Well, actually, he said, "What do you have a chance to do?" Somebody else responded saying, "Fall oh, on Sujihara's sword." But he sword. was saying, "Like, oh, here are some like dying yeah. projects and halfway finished things. Go, yes, go, yes, fall." So yes. I don't, I don't know that it was ever the intention for Jeff Johns to be Kevin Feige. I can tell you, he never had the power. That Kevin Feige did. Because remember, sure. Kevin Feige started Marvel Studios with Marvel, came to power, and then when they were required, he was already the boss of that, that they wanted to, of course, keep on because of their record of success. Yes. What, what, what Jeff Johns has never been is a successful movie producer. Right. I know, I know he knows comics well, so I just didn't know. I, I like a lot of people, was hopeful we're hopeful that you know he was going to be this guy, but now I I still think we're in the same situation where John is the chief creative officer of DC, and now you have a guy who is a successful film producer, particularly with this Conjuring world, particularly with the well, It. When you say successful, you mean monetarily. I know a lot of people like his movies. A I don't lot think of he's a story don't. guy. Yeah, I don't know he's a story guy, but maybe he's the kind of guy that can see when a story is good or not. Maybe he's not maybe. the guy that can steer a ship, but he can say red right. light, green light. I have mm. no problem with this person. I don't have a problem with him in any way, shape, or form. I just feel like this is like when you get a scratch on your arm, and you put a Band-Aid on your knee. 
What does one have to do with the other well, one? That, that, People mm. are having a problem with the creative behind DC. That's the scratch on the arm. They're not liking the creative of their films. So instead, we're going to put a Band-Aid on our execs? I don't, it, it doesn't I, really make but sense I think it me. all comes down from the top. I mean, executive order is what's, you know, it, there's you no conductor. Jeff, but I know you don't think that Jeff Johns or John Berg are the ones who have been ruining films. So I, 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 then I, why, are we put, why are we Band-Aiding that part? I don't know that that somebody was disappointed with this, um, with with their trajectory. I mean, Clearly. that's all I can say. Like, you need a leader in place, and and that this is a guy that has found success. It's interesting that he seems to have a, a good relationship with James Wan, yeah, that is who's nice. directing the next movie. And by the way, no matter what happens, I, first of all, I'll say that even though we're not going to have a lot of DC movies coming out in 2018, today makes it apparent that we will have plenty of DC news. So we're yeah, not going yeah, anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, let's look at it this way. Uh, second of all. So, no, second of all, it was like, look at the next three movies that are coming out for DC. Okay. Uh, uh, there's Wonder Woman 2. There's... Aquaman. Aquaman first. And, and Shazam. Shazam. Which... I'm pretty excited about all three of those movies, even before today's news. You don't think so... Flashpoint is before Wonder Woman 2? No, I do not. No. I think no, Wonder I Woman not. 2 is going to be late. I do not. 19. I would be shocked if that happens. I think Flashpoint's coming before. I, you, I'm not saying two. you're totally... You might be right, but that would be shocking to me because you as know, far I as I'm know. concerned, these are the three movies that are Red Light, Green Light, 1, 2, 3, Go. Or what is that? Mother May I. Or is it Coke and Pepsi? Uh, no, go Coke and Pepsi, you're crossing each other. The bar and bot mitzvah season feels so far away at this point. Uh, wow. wow, are those Jewish games? <laughs> <sighs> the point is... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there are three movies on the slate that, were before this happened... And Jeff Johns did tweet, guys, today. He yes. did welcome this guy to the party. And he said, get on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but okay, this is and, Jeff Johns... And, and Shazam, specifically. This and is, don't forget the Pony Smasher, who's been amazing. David Sandberg's This, is, this is Pie, and it's called Humble... And Jeff Johns is spooning it into his mouth as slowly as he can. He's eating that humble pie. I don't, listen, he, I don't know if he got demoted or moved sideways, but I'm just telling you, I don't think he was he ever in a position to... He moved upwards, and he got changed, and he didn't get to prove himself. And I feel bad for the dude, and now he has to yeah. help out and get on board. And if, if it's successful, is he going to get the credit now? No, he will not. No. I think this is a case of... The best case scenario is going to be using Jeff Johns as the resource to guide story and this executive choosing what the right projects are and how to market them and how to make sure that they're going down the right path like i will say like you said band-aid for knees and elbows some could argue that you know Zack snyder was the pain in the gut and that you know um the putting the forehead on a, the band-aid on his forehead was uh getting joss whedon sure Possibly. Oh, that, that's for sure was a Band-Aid move. No I can't even that. follow that analogy, but when it, guys, so when, when I don't it comes blame down to you it, if you can either. When it comes down to it, it's really simple. If Justice League was commercially as successful as they wanted it to be, we wouldn't be talking about this because no changes would have been made. But here I am looking at the numbers. Justice League domestically has made $226 million. Uh, in foreign markets, $425 million total, just over $650 million. They expected it to be around the billion-dollar mark after the first month, and here we are almost two months since it's been released. This is clearly... I don't, I don't like using the word panic because, as you know, I'm Mr. Yeah. Positivity. This is more or less a panic move on Warner Brothers' part. I don't think that there's any problem with this move. I just don't think it actually helps anything. I'm not worried about this move. It's not like they're doing this. I'm like, uh-oh, what does that mean? It's just uh -oh. like, I don't know why. I, I have to be optimistic. And, this is, and I would encourage you, viewers, too, people that have written everything off, here's the thing that we always go back to. Is that you have all the time until the movie comes out to be excited about it. And when it, when it comes out... You have to judge it for the piece of crap that it may be. Don't we have a story about that today? <laughs> I, we, uh, yeah, what, uh, Sandberg? Yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, like, listen, they're making changes, and I'm excited about the next three movies, and now I'm hoping with this guy, we're going to get some official announcements about projects that right. are happening. Are we going to, what's going to happen with Superman? What's really happening with Batman? Those are the answers that I hope that we're going to get out of 2018, at least where, which direction they're going. And that's where I feel like this guy could be good. And to his credit, him and Juan have a great chemistry. He ha he's had success in the horror genre, which is, Roxy, obviously different than what we're going for. Maybe. But, you don't know the kind of turn that we're taking. It's going to get dark. <laughs> Justice League yeah, dark, dark, anyone? Yeah. Oh, hey. Justice League dark still hello, hanging back hello. there. Um, uh, someone said just said, Geek Out Loud said, My guess is that they are just BSing until Aquaman comes out. Then they will announce a DC movie Reboot. I, you know, I find that 
unlikely no, just, be, because just because like actors. they got Wonder Woman out there too, you know? But and, it's even not just Wonder Woman. People are loving, loving Ezra Miller. They absolutely love Momoa. They love Ray Fisher. Like, even people like Affleck, even though he's going somewhere, you know, they, they love these people. Why would we reboot? Well... Um, I mean, and I, I, think Gal, the, I think the world is pretty pretty torn. I've been watching a lot of what people say about Affleck, and it's not overwhelmingly positive. People people are so over this drama that, we, especially when you have people like Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot, who are such um, you know great brand ambassadors for DC, and no matter what's going on behind the scenes, they're conveying the message that characters of this sort of import should. And Affleck is just kind of like grumpy Hollywood guy. Yes, he is. Um, so. I just don't think that the support is there. I think people are more than ready for a new Batman. I still don't know what's going on with the with the linked universe, and um, you know, it, 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 it's disconcerting to some people because people say like, "All right, well, is this guy a fanboy? Does he know the property? Does he know the materials?" Who are you talking about? I'm talking about Mike Kalinowski. Hamada. <laughs> Kalinowski definitely does. Yeah, he's, he's good. So he's if good. Hamada isn't a fanboy like Kevin Feige was, right, does that mean that this is definitely a bad thing? I guess well, that's what we're asking right I now. I don't think so. I don't necessarily think so either. And it, it's also not necessarily a good thing that a fanboy be in charge. But because we've seen that work with Feige, we, that's the example we have now. That's why I feel like it would have worked with John's. But John's is what? As the same kind of executive? Because I don't know that he he wasn't as powerful an executive. I don't think they were going to give him the keys to the kingdom yeah. to make all these decisions. And I don't know that it's his expertise. He's not a tried and true film producer. He Yes, he's a producer who's worked on all these TV shows and stuff, but not in the same way now, that Feige has done it for years and years and years with uh, our Alvi Arad and all that going back to when they both worked for Richard Donner. Now here's a paragraph that's very telling from Deadline. Hamada is known as a razor-sharp executive with a great eye for material and quality controlling production. Through four movies, The Conjuring franchise has reaped $1.2 billion off budget under $82 million. It was a big success, raking in close to... Uh, let's see what else. Um, yeah, huge success for them. Also, uh, let's see. He also was in charge of Friday the 13th, 2009, Final Destination, Nightmare on Elm Street in 2010, Final Destination 5. Basically, what this tells you is that the dude knows how to make money. Yeah, and, and he comes out a new line. He comes right. out of the new line branch of Warner Brothers. And then that's what Warner Brothers cares about. And so the guy Yay, seems like a, our movies will make money. He seems like a really good businessman, let's put it that way. Is he into the genre? You gotta believe he wouldn't have taken the gig if he wasn't, right, Rob? Well, yeah. it, again I, I don't I'm not nervous about this. I just don't know if it is necessary, but right. okay. you're just not excited about yeah, it. Because why? I agree with you. There's no. Re- I, I don't think that the proof is there. I think. I guess the only reason to get excited about it would be like, hopefully, this is a proactive move in the right direction that Possibly. you just don't know the answer. Yeah, yeah, yet. I just don't know. So that's that's what that's where I go back to the idea of being hopeful until, you know, I, I just I'm just surprised that this is another direction shift because I thought we were rolling the dice on Justice League. I was. I did not expect Justice League to to be great. I just because of what we knew about all the backstory. I was. I was up for whatever. I wasn't as disappointed as some people were. But financially, you can't argue with the failure that it was the least successful opening of all the DC movies when you put all your prime players in one movie. Which is if still, you don't open big. It is making more money internationally than Justice League. Wait. As it did a, it. Th- a third movie, Thor it. sequel when people didn't even like the second Thor sequel. But because the brand strength of Marvel was so strong... That people were going to show up again, and when the advanced word came out that, that that Thor was that people loved it, pe- that movie made more than Justice it's, League. So- it still blows my mind because look, I I enjoyed Justice League. I know plenty of people who certainly didn't, and they're a lot more strict of a critic than I am. I am just still so surprised at the vitriol that Justice League is receiving over the past couple of months, and the way it feels. I don't know how you guys think about it, but like. You know, in Little League, I think we all played some kind of Little League. You strike out, and you just want to get back up to bat so fast. That's yeah. how I feel. Now we have to wait until November. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, yes. I, I totally know what you mean. It's a good analogy. <sighs> yeah, no, that is definitely uh, a very good analogy. People are saying now, was Christopher Nolan a DC fanboy? Or if it doesn't matter, then he made three awesome DC movies. Yeah, I, I totally very, hear you. you know? How is that the same thing? Well, just the idea that if somebody knows their job... Right? But that's a director. 
Uh, right, that that's creative. Um, but you know, it's like the guy that could be a great CEO of, of Papa John's Pizza. Damn it, bad example. That bad just example. Get really? Okay, let's say you're a CEO of Doritos, and then you get moved on to Burger King. Okay, you were in the chips business. Now you're in the burger business. If you're a successful CEO, some would argue that it doesn't exactly matter the product that you sell. Or I'll even say Doritos, and then tires, Firestone tires. You bring that out, an executive. A really successful executive doesn't necessarily have to know the the product that they produce. You know what movie I just rewatched though? What's and by that? rewatched, I mean watched for the first time. But you guys have seen it. The, the founder? S- no, I love that movie though. The Steve Jobs movie. Okay. Steve Jobs. And what happens when you move over from Coca Cola to Apple? Different products, and you're successful in one place and another. You might not be as successful. The different products. It's who is not different as knowledge base. The guy that um, is in newsroom, who I love, Jeff Daniels. Oh, he was the coke guy? Yeah. And he went over the computers? And he ends up okay. out of the job. So I also think, hmm. Johnny, that the vitriol from Justice League was not fair and just based on Justice League. It was based on the previous movies. I mean, it was getting blamed for the sins of its previous films that people did show up to hmm. and did all go see. And that's why people didn't show up for it. They didn't care. They weren't invested. But after Wonder Woman, man. I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, everyone's going to be jumping on this one, right? That's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, I, th- I think... Ladies, leave your man at home. I think people must have seen it more as the direct sequel to BVS yeah. than to follow up Wonder Woman. I, I agree. I still think it's shocking. And and I, you know, we'll talk later about whether it's the well, most disappointing film of the year or not, but... Let's, let's move on to a guy that I just... I can't get enough of. First off, his Twitter profile photo is him cutting a banana with the peel still on with a knife and fork, which... Love it already. He what? tweeted the other not day... Not delicious, by the way, guys. Yeah, David F. Sandberg, at Pony Smasher. If, if anyone knows him, could we please get him on the show just to talk about life? Because I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, God knows he's not busy making movies. He's I just stacking sh- Coke cans. Sure, he's got Stacking all the Coke cans. All right, so he said... Uh, here's... Uh, what did he say? Not to stop you from having an opinion about something that doesn't exist yet, but it's the internet, after all. But as I designate a movie the obligatory best slash worst ever, I find it helpful sometimes to have more info than a few character names. And then he also tweeted tweeted um, a, a photo of Zach Levi and a dog. In other news, here's a good boy who's going to be in Shazam, also pictured a dog. <laughs> and then someone tweeted at him, uh, fair enough, but remember if the movie ends up being bad, people won't let you forget about it till the end of times. And he said, yeah, because if I direct a shitty movie but refrain from tweeting anything, the internet will be all like, you know what? You gave it your best. That's all that matters, David. Hugs and kisses. <laughs> I can't, yeah, this that sounds like us for sure. He's the best. I love this guy so much. Yeah. He really seems cut from the cloth of like a lot of these independent films like Scott Derrickson and uh, James Gunn. These guys have come up with smaller films, have their fan base, and are just taking with a grain of salt being catapulted into such a gigantic league. It's like, if he, he, I just appreciate that the guy has a framework before he's even shot a frame of film. Do yep. they use film anymore? Do they shoot frames anymore? I don't know. I, don't know. I know Quentin Tarantino does. Yeah, some of them. But before he's even done that, he's got the right attitude. He's engaging the public. He's 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 disengaging the hate by saying like by calling them out essentially. And I love all that. And I think this movie is going to be really different. I don't know if it's going to be aimed at a at a younger audience is possible, but uh I, I don't I don't understand the vitriol. I guess people are saying that like oh, it's based totally on the new 52 and they don't want that, but I, I don't know if that's the case. We talked about the the new guy Walter's um connection with James Wan, but it's interesting cuz I had forgotten that Sandberg was Annabelle creation, which is go. also a Walter piece. So he has a connection with him too. A family film, Annabelle. Yeah. <laughs> I actually started watching Annabelle creation on a plane over the holiday. And it made me jump in my seat a whole bunch. Where were you going? I don't remember at this point. I think I was. I think I was on my way to Hawaii. Damn boy, yeah. I'm excited for yeah. you. That you I, went. I just it was a couple days. It was fun. And what was that you watched? Uh, Annabelle Creation. And I how watched was that? A bit of it. Uh, it made me jump a bunch. I'm not a jump you know jumping, jumping. Any movie with creepy dolls generally freak me out more than anything else. Like creepy dolls or like little possessed kids. Not really my cup of tea. I think you'll be fine with Shazam, then. I think I'm going to enjoy Shazam. Now, Mm. here's a bigger question. With this Hamada guy, to get back to that for a second, do you think that, you know, and Jeff Johns had even said at the tail end of last year that the movies will be in the same universe, but not as interconnected. Do you think that they're doubling down 
on this idea and we're not going to see the team-ups. We're not going to see a Justice League follow-up. And yes, maybe in the same world, maybe some crossover, but like, how far are they going to go with this keep these guys separate, keep these worlds separate? Well, I think that's exactly the opposite of what Flashpoint's intending on doing, so mm. I think all bets are off But for they that. said that the DC movies moving forward were going to be that. But they didn't say they were all going to be separate, as in there was going to be no correlation. They just said that they were going to each be standalone films. Right, so I guess what I'm asking is, does this new guy portend anything for that specifically meaning like he's going to be like listen we're going to make an Aquaman film and we're going to market it and figure out Aquaman we're going to do Flash we're going to figure out what Flash is possibly and how that's going to work and not worry about weaving this crazy web as it goes as fast as possible because with Justice League I think what they learned number one is Justice League came way too early you know, we had to learn Way about too more. early, and nobody cared. Like that's things that you don't get the benefit of bringing Superman back to life if people didn't give a shit that he died right. because they didn't care about him in the second movie because enough people didn't even care about the first one. So you don't have this buildup. Like the reason why people are going nuts for this Infinity War movie is that people have been watching this for ten years and they need to know it's a soap opera. Yeah. They're sucked into All My Children. They're buying the soap. They're buying. Oh, the I hot loved dogs. All My Children growing up. Hey, you know what? I, I was raised on All My Children. Okay. So, Lucci? Oh my god. Susan she Lucci, she's my real she's mom. Bae. I'm just kidding, mom. I'm just kidding. My mom loves Susan she Lucci. She finally won the, the, the Academy Award after all those years, too. I think it was an Emmy. Sure. What, what would the Academy Award have been? I don't think they just made up an Academy Award for Susan Emmy, Lucci. Although Emmy, they should whatever. have. Yeah, they an Emmy. should have. Whatever it is. Well, but yeah, I think great. It, it's <laughs> just like, you know, it's like people have been waiting for Thanos for years and now everyone's all pumped up. I think they realize now that, okay, we can't be rushing stuff just to catch up to Marvel, so maybe they're going to start taking their time. Is it too late? That remains to be seen. I just think it's it's one. It's like we always say, one day at a time. They got to take it one film I, at a time. I just am very excited to hear what, if any, announcements. I feel like this is every year we start saying this. I like, know. But like, what are we going to hear from this guy? What is he going to take it by the reins? And is he going to give us any information about bats, about soups? Are they going to boot Cavill and start over with a Superman? No. Are we going to actually get a proper Superman movie? No, no. They love Cavill. Cavill loves. Yeah, that. I do too. I mean, and talk about redemption. Wolverine had two garbage movies. And I love the third one. Thor had a couple of decent movies. No, I had one decent one. movie and one horrible movie. Yeah, okay. Fair okay. I, I still thought it was fun, whatever. Dark World is, is a fun watch or two. But, but basically, I guess the big difference is people liked those performances right from the get-go. Like, Hugh Jackman had you in that first X-Men movie. So people were willing to go back through. Those first two Wolverines are pretty freaking awful movies. Mm-hmm. And, and so different. So I, I hope uh, Cavill gets the chance to have a really great Superman movie. And I know a lot of people support that, too. Moving on, our friend Chris Begley over at Batman-News.com. Really great website. We love those guys. Um, You know, good conversation here with Asher Angel. Uh, Said a lot of things about the audition process for Billy Batson and, you know, getting to work with Zachary Levi. Seems like a really fun kid and, you know, looks like a heck of a casting. The two people interviewing did this interview, (laughs) (laughs) I have never seen... Anything like this. So I Oh no, what, what, we what have a rundown. Guys, you need to watch this link. We have a rundown we put video. together before the show, and this is something that I think Adam had added and I, I hadn't watched it yet. And we were sitting here and he's like, No, no, you need to watch it before oh. we do the show. I clicked on this. I've never what? they did not know this that Shazam thing. was a movie. What who is this? They who? did not know that he was playing Billy Batson or what it meant that they, he was playing Billy Batson. Uh-huh. They did not know who Zachary Levi was to him. Okay. It was like the most I mean, it was fun because he's adorable. Circa News, they're called. And he's just like, it was shook, shook, shook. I was shook, shook, shook. And he said, I so, was shook. So fun. But, like, they did not know anything. So what you're saying is we should probably get him on the show. Yes. Yeah, we should get Ash. Guys, let's get Asher Angel to go on the show. This kid, he does seem really cool. He doesn't seem like an annoying child actor. So that's, that's good coaching there. He talks about the fact that he had to hold on to the secret for two weeks. Oh, man. Yeah, he was like, it was so, so cool. hard. He was like, I had all on for two weeks. I knew Variety and Deadline would be reporting it. That'd be so cool. I couldn't tell anyone, though. It's like, you're adorable, and I love you. There you go. Uh, we and also... his hair is on fleek. Oh, is it now? <laughs> yes, and if I was a little girl, I'd totally have a big fat Roxy, crush on him. are you sure you could still say that in 2018? Not sure. She can. She's got pink hair. That's true. You have carte blanche to say whatever you want. Thank you. That's right. Mm. DC Comics legend Jerry Ordway started off 2018 with a Shazam movie-influenced sketch. He actually tweeted it to uh, Pony Smasher, Mr. David F. Sandberg, as well as Zachary Levi. And actually, we could show that to you right now. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, come on now. That's pretty cool. 
as they're about to start filming, only we're only weeks away from filming, guys. Maybe a month ish. Damn. So, yeah, I mean, the movie that we just never think about would. the conversation we could right. be having in 2019. You know, if, if Aquaman is as good as we hope it is, and then Shazam gives us something totally different, Wonder Woman two, which I'm very excited for. Mm-hmm. It could be a good well, time. Well, I don't even know. Sky Patterson says, uh, "Sky Patterson always, always in the chat roll." Sky, good to see you. I yeah, still we're... like, love, and respect Ben Affleck. I can't wait to see what he does going forward. I love Henry Cavill. I want them both to succeed and be awesome and beautiful. No hate here. I was waiting for the butt there, Sky. I was waiting for the butt. I think he's ready to move on from Batman. But no, Sky just wants to perpetuate love. We need more people like you, sir. Twenty eighteen. And, and uh, the more I've been thinking about, you know, Zach Levi getting cast as Shazam, the more. I, I kind of am on board with it because w- watching Momoa in, in Justice League kind of was like they didn't hire Momoa to play Aquaman. They kind of hired Momoa to be Momoa in a way. Whereas Zachary Levi, I think, can be Shazam, if that makes sense, as an uh, actor. I think he's got more range than, say, like Momoa was kind of just like, yo, I'm here. That's kind of yeah. him. I mean, but, you know, in a way, though, if that's very Momoa, I think they hired Zach for being very Zach because he's known for being such a geek and such a nerd and and hosting, like, his whole thing at Comic-Con and his sci-fi show that was, like, about nerd. And he had a Nerds Who Drink show. Like, so in a way, Shazam is this ultimate nerd because he's a kid who's got the powers of an adult. It's big as a superhero movie and how cool that would be. And Mm -hmm. Zachary Levi is a guy who can convey that because he naturally already does. So... I hear you, but I also don't think it's, like, such a major stretch. Um, sure. And I don't know. I feel like I could watch him for longer than John Cena, but that's just me. And mm. that's a fair argument. Moving on, uh, Patty Jenkins had a couple of really cool quotes about Wonder Woman 2. She said, we're actually making a totally different film with a lot of the same, similar, like things that we love, but it's its own movie completely, so it's not two to us. It's an entirely new adventure that we couldn't be luckier to do. So she doesn't look at it like a sequel. It's just a whole new Wonder Woman adventure. I wonder what that means for the time period this film's going to be taking place. You would think, you think maybe it took place before the I, first one? I was wondering about that, but I don't think that... Because the way they phrased it, I see why you would say that, Johnny. Because that's a way to get... Well, but mm-hmm. I, but yeah. I, I don't think so because why? Because she doesn't know about all this stuff. I don't think it would be we'd be able to make it work. Maybe because so. Chris she'll Pines. never have gone to because then it would have to be only on Themyscira. We couldn't leave. Maybe so. Steve Trevor's not a ghost. So no, what do you think? You think you, what do you think the time period for Wonder Woman, New Wonder Woman, will be? Um, I don't know because was she saying this isn't a Wonder Woman two, and and then like what she's not saying is that. It's more like after all the things we've seen, like it's more of a post Justice League, post, you know, completely different. Mm-hmm. Because a Wonder Woman 2 would take place sometime between World War One and present day. A lot of people are responding with the 80s and stuff. That's heavily rumored. Gotta tell you, right, Patty War. Jenkins has never said it's taking place in the 80s. Yeah, I This know. is a lot of rumors, and, and we're as guilty as anyone for perpetuating it, but if anybody could find a quote from Patty Jenkins, who is making this movie that says it's set in the 80s, you show it to me. You show it to me right now to my face. Now, you show it to my internet. That's right. Now, one quote she did say is that she hopes that Linda Carter will make a cameo. She said, Linda's one of the dearest people to us. She's been a great mentor and a dear friend, and we're desperately trying to get her involved. Roxy, come on now. Who's that? Okay, Linda Carter. That's great. Uh, oh. You know, I think that that is great, and I love it, but what I will say is it mm-hmm. would be the first time that they have crossover any of the TV actors with the film actors in the current Sure. DC TV universe because Linda Carter has a role on Supergirl. Yeah, please so don't that, do that. So please don't put Linda Carter in this movie. That really? would be interesting. Obviously, okay. it's a different Earth and we could justify it that way. And I think it's a nice homage if she was able to be there in some way, but I think it would also not make sense. What if she's playing just like a regular, like a neighbor of something? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would be like Lou Ferrigno playing the security guard in the Incredible Hulk movie. Right. Yeah. I don't think Linda Carter it, it's would be... a big standout cameo. Yeah, I don't think she would be Wonder Woman. I think they would put her in as well, a... like, she's the president in Supergirl. I don't want them to do that, where it's like... Yeah. That's enough. Ad- yeah. <laughs> Good point. Uh, James Wan tweeted out a really cool, mysterious set photo from Aquaman to say, Happy 2018 to everybody. Let's take a look at this. So what do y'all think? I have no thoughts, um, but it looks cool. I will say that. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. 
again, we have to take what we know right here. So we've heard from James Wan. We're hearing from David Sandberg. Our DC directors are taking to the social media right from the beginning. It's a cool-ass looking picture. I know some people were looking at that hook part, and we're trying to liken it to Aquaman's hook hand that he had like in the 90s or late 90s, what have you. Um, yeah, and, and I, I think, think that Juan, that's too... Juan said it wasn't Yeah, that, I, I think that's too... Although, I would like to see uh, Momoa lose a hand maybe in this movie. In, you know. want to see him lose it? I think so. Like up close, like very gory. Mm-hmm. Well, we have another photo uh, released from Aquaman that uh, the question is... Who's he looking at here? It's pretty intense. Uh, is it you know? Is it Arthur? Who knows? Oh yes, chat roll. Is this is this black? Is this black manta right is it, now? Is like it manta? Is it too obvious just because the figure's in black and that's what we're meant to assume? But it looks like there's a staff there. I don't know what's going on. Do we but, know that this wasn't just a shot? Like a. Like, do you think that's somebody like in front, like behind the scenes or something? Yeah. James Wan says circumstances will allow him to Don't grow know. as a human being and then realize the bigger picture of what it means to have these abilities. He looks, and, he uh, looks so great. Listen, though. and I just wanted to say, to, I I maintain that I'm glad that they cut a lot of the uh, um, Atlanta stuff out of Justice League. If Wan was going in a different direction with the world building, mm. if that's the reason why we didn't get all that Atlantis stuff in Zack Snyder in the Zack Snyder cut, or I guess the Joss Whedon cut. Then I'm okay with that because I I want to believe that Aquaman is gonna be its own film and it's not gonna be hamstrung by that was something that was like like to establish Atlantis in that quick one scene and like nope we have to build a whole movie around that like that seems like that's not something I'm interested in like I want to see this is Juan's biggest film he's ever making sure. like, he's a lot to prove here yes. obviously Momoa is in like a, a Gal Gadot sort of position because he was he was definitely a fan favorite in Justice League but didn't carry the movie he's never carried a movie mm-hmm. successfully sure um, you know not even a Conan which Arnold Schwarzenegger carried very well so th- everybody's got a lot to prove here and I'm I just think it's a good thing that they're making their movie he does say that Black Manta's antagonism is very primal, that classic revenge story. So he said, you know, simplicity, uh, you know, it's, it's the human drive and the simplicity of it's going to be really something that people, you know, gravitate towards. Uh, I'm excited to see what James Wan has. I Me think too. he's going to make a really, really cool film. And, let's, and let's hope that Aquaman can do in 2018 for white men what Wonder Woman did in 2017 for women. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> That'd be great. Good right. Uh, Christian Bale hasn't seen Ben Affleck as Batman yet. He said, I haven't seen it. I'm interested. Uh, my son seemed like he was really interested, but then I realized he just wanted to see the trailer, and that was it. I tend to go see films that my kids want to see. I have to confess I'm not a huge superhero film fan. People seem surprised at that. I don't know why. I'm not seeing any of the Avengers films or any of them at all. I hear they're very good, but I'm quite happy just hearing they're very good. <laughs> so this was a way nicer way to kind of say something that Jodie Foster said. Like, Christian yeah. Bale and Jodie Foster both come out this week. Sorry to jump ahead. <laughs> no, please. We'll, we'll tell us about, about Jodie. I find we'll this very interesting. We'll talk about the Jodie Foster part of it in a little bit. But sure. they both came out this week talking about superhero movies, saying that they don't really see them. Now, Jodie Foster took a big fat dump on them and was like, <laughs> because they're ruining the watchingness of the America and the entire world. And Christian Bale was like, honestly, you're just not quite my cup of tea, but like, I totally get why you guys dig them. <sighs> I have no problem with the fact that Christian Bale hasn't seen these movies. I have no f- problem with the fact that he hasn't seen Affleck. I'm not sure if he's totally telling the truth. I, I, who knows if he really he hasn't or did. he just doesn't want to comment. He seems to be pretty straightforward. He had guy. a life. He has a kid. He doesn't. If he hasn't seen them, he hasn't seen them. Like you guys heard how this guy was on the set of Terminator Salvation, right? You heard the famous Christian Bale meltdown. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We've all heard that. So what I take from that is this guy takes all his roles. Really seriously. Takes his job seriously. This is a perfect example of what we were talking about before as well. Is he a fanboy? Don't care. Don't, don't, don't believe it made his Batman right. better or worse. And it, or You know what? I take that back. Maybe he would have had a better Batman voice if he was a really big fan of like Kevin Conroy's work and uh, looked at that a little bit better. But, I still thought he was great. Like, he's, he's a total genius as an actor. I love, I love watching the guy. I get excited if he's going to be in a movie. I don't really care that he hasn't seen it, and I bet he wouldn't like those movies either. I saw The Prestige for the first time last week. What would you think? It was interesting. Oh, no, that's not what it's called. It's, um, yeah. Is that what it's Prestige, called? Prestige, yeah, the Nolan the, film, yeah. And The Magicians? Yeah, the yeah. magicians. Yeah. yeah, that's what it's called. With David Bowie. Oh, yeah, David Bowie wasn't it playing Tesla? 
Okay. Uh, it, I'm Nikolai Tesla. It was there were parts where they were really strong, uh, only because Christian Bale. Anyway, of course, <laughs> uh, Gotham City Sirens is still happening. This from a few weeks ago, but hey, we haven't been here in a couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. uh, Margot Robbie recently said, "I don't think anyone knows what's the next thing that's going to happen, but I will admit I've been working on a separate spinoff for Harley for a while now." Of course, uh, David Ayer has been linked to it. Um, he, he says he's confirmed that the project is still very much in development, but will not give any further details. So uh, that basically says it's it's a thing, but don't expect it anytime soon as far as production. Because where is it in relationship to Suicide Squad 2? Lord knows. Yeah, and I, I again, I'm just really interested to hear. So right now there are three movies that are announced. I mean, even Flashpoint, whatever. Like, I'd like to see everything. Like, uh, what's the what's the guy's name? Herman? What? Harold? Oh. What, who are you talking about? The studio head, the new DC uh, oh, movie uh, head. Oh my God, uh, Hamada, uh-huh. Walter Hamada, Walter Hamada. Okay, so go. I'd like to know the slate: uh, BWH and AWH. You know what I'm saying? I'd like to see if some of these before Walter and after Walter. Thank you. Yeah. Took nice. me a while to get there, but I yes, didn't thank get you. That at all. So a lot of because all we've heard about DC is all the movies that developing, 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 sure. and then nothing gets green lights. They don't address their fans. We've already established that's not what they do. So it'll be interesting to see if that changes also, you know, with these things, too. I don't know if he's going to want to do it. He might not want to make Gotham City Sirens. Maybe. Who knows with the Hamada I would doubt that somebody, who, somebody who's interested in making money wouldn't want to make that movie. That, Question. That wouldn't make sense. What do you think, you know, she mentioned there's a Harley spinoff. What do you see it being? Do you see it being a Harley solo that she's talking about, or do you think it's Gotham City Sirens? I think Gotham City Sirens. That's what I would lean towards. You know, you not only have her star power... Whoever else is going to be in the film, it's going to be probably some popular actresses. So. Huge. I yeah. do think if he's interested in making money, though, he does want to get Margot Robbie back in that role. Though. Oh, yeah. I mean, saying. that seems yeah. foolish. Oh, oh, so you're saying, like, okay. Yes. I misinterpreted yeah. what you were saying. No, no, I'm yes. saying, he. yes, that I think he wants it because he wants Margot. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you think, and where do you think the best, the most effective use of that would be? Like, in Suicide Squad or out of Suicide Squad? I know that's what you just, like. I think she'll be in both. You think she'll be Absolutely, in both? Absolutely, I think yeah. so, too. I think so, too. I would like to... Lo- I think I would love a situation where Harley Quinn is not in the Suicide Squad, and maybe they made an awesome Suicide Squad movie that doesn't have Harley Quinn, mm. but maybe does have other don't let female Alexis members Torres. in there. Don't let Alexis Torres hear you say that. No, look, I like the character, but like, I just thought it was so stupid that she was like on that team of people to do... I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to dig up all wounds, but like, yeah, like if like here is a man-eating crocodile guy, and then like this angry girl with a bat. Like, I see your point, and not not even a ninja with a bat. Not even a ninja with like the a sword that eats the souls of men. Which, by the way, that's what she does. She was a good fighter, though. Ripping open an open scab. It's like Suicide Squad was a was back to the band aid. And I put the band aid on my forehead, and I started ripping at that scab. (laughs) But I had a band aid on my knee, so it is infected now. Why don't we enjoy a clip from? Gotham by Gaslight's coming up. Batman is going to meet Jack the Ripper, which I am always fascinated with anything Jack the Ripper related. Clearly, this is not historical. We cannot confirm Batman has ever confronted Jack the Ripper. But we also cannot deny. No, we cannot deny. And so we're not going to. We're just going to enjoy the clip from this film that is going to be released on January 23rd. Oh, I already like it. So dark and ominous. I mean, they still don't really know who Jack the Ripper was. They think they may know at this point. There's a lot of theories. The main theory, the most popular, is a a man who had severe mental issues, who was also... um, he was a man of, uh, in the public eye, I think, but I might be wrong. I forgot what I was just listening to where somebody said that they were sure he was a kosher butcher. Oh, yeah, it could be that. That would make sense. Where did I hear that theory? And then that the, the Jews themselves dispatched of him. You probably heard it from a rabbi. <laughs> I don't know if that was in the movie Darkest Hour. Where did I hear that? Be so, so this is Ivy in the yeah, Gaslight I, world. Ivy meets the Ripper. Oh, she's taunting the Ripper. Yeah. Pointiest fingers I've ever seen. No. 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 She doesn't know he's the Ripper. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. A couple weeks away, baby. Oh, one, two, three. Can't wait for that. Yeah, and let's not forget that we have that and then the new Death of Superman thing that's being redone this year, too. Like, yeah. 
And another and another Suicide Squad animated film. And so. all of our shows. And every week. Oh, so many shows. Yep. TV, every week there's going to be stuff. Krypton. Going on. So we already spoke about, you know, Jodie Foster, what her opinion was. Did you want to expound on that any further? We, we... Basically, uh, basically, she was saying that it's ruining humanity. Um, no, it's not exactly what she said. And uh, I did talk about this a little bit more this morning on Screen Junkies. And I, some light was shed on it for me saying, you know, she is a filmmaker and it's probably hard to book things at this time mm. as a filmmaker who is not working on these huge tentpole movies. Uh, but it's hard, she says, studios making bad content in order to appeal to the masses and shareholders is like fracking. You get the best return right now, but you wreck the earth. Wow, it's ruining the viewing habits of the American population and then ultimately the rest of the world. Okay. Which is like just the darkest deepest thing that she could possibly do she also said she does not want to make a 200 million dollar movie about superheroes on uh, cgi is sort of a spectacle yeah and she also says that i feel like i make movies because there are things i have to say in order to figure out who i am or my place in the world or for me to evolve as a person uh, listen, I, I have a lot of respect for this uh, person as an artist, so do and, I. and, so do and, I. and I, um, there have been a lot of horrible blockbuster films made, you know, and she, I know she's been saying, a lot of horrible indies. She's saying superhero movies as a catch-all, and I'm sure including giant robots and giant monsters and anything like that that's more for spectacle than for substance. She did not grow up, you know, and has not read comic books for 30 years like I have, so for me... Some of the great films that have come out in this particular genre in the past like 10, 15 years have literally been things that I was collecting magazines for that I would hope that would happen. They were not. And they, they made so many bad films through the 90s and in the early 2000s. And they're starting to get better because the public is beco- becoming more discerning. Um, you know, you could just as easily blame that on people being able to get all this kind of content that is of a greater quality at home and indie films finding uh, a home on streaming services at home. Sure. The reason that these blockbusters are what people are greenlighting is because it, it's the only thing that will get people out of their house and make right. them want to go see a thing. They want to be part of a Star Wars experience or when they want to see a film that takes you into other worlds. Like yeah. that imagery in that Doctor Strange film, like it or not, like I, I was like, it was not as effective at home when you see it on a screen. So, yes, the the forty million dollar you know drama films are are gone. I, I get that, and it's you know, but it's a shame. I mean, the the thing is, you know, VOD it's changed everything for better or worse. I mean, Netflix is incredible. It's it's doing a lot for the world of comedy, but. You know, the whole Netflix and chill. Like, I was home in Pennsylvania, for example, for New Year's. Nobody was going out. Everyone, j- granted, it was also negative two degrees, but nobody had interest in going out, for example. No one wanted to go see a Ticket movie. Ticket sales are Nothing. at the lowest right now that they have been in, I think it's like two decades. I'm not saying the amount of money they're making because inflation, but the amount of yeah. tickets that they're selling. It's the lowest right. that it's ever that it's been in years. And that's yeah. directly because of all the content that's available at home, especially when you don't have to get a babysitter and all this kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like if there's just a huge economical uh, component to this puzzle that doesn't have to do with just Blaming, like, comic books. I mean, Jodie Foster kind of sounds like a parent from the 1950s, like, crumpling up your comics and throwing them in the garbage. No, granted, there's still a space for movies that are comedy-slash-dramas. I mean, The Big Sick brought in tons of money this past year and had a low budget, so there's still a place for it, but obviously the the blockbuster dramas are, you know, it's it's tough. Where is that? Uh, Jeremy Ledger wants to know, what are your guys' thoughts on the physical protest outside of WV Studios demanding the Snyder Cut of Justice League? Oh, uh, we didn't put that in our rundown, but that is I happening. I had heard yeah. uh, Umberto talk about that. I think it's the most self-righteous, <laughs> spoiled millennial BS I've ever heard. Yep, you cannot just demand that they do something and feel that you deserve it. And also, the same people protesting are the same people who were ready to light Snyder on fire a year ago. So get off of our lawn, kids. Um, yeah, I I say let it go. I don't know why you're protesting for a film that could be worse than what you saw. Like, I, I don't know how 
you think that it's going to be a better movie, especially when it's not even fully made. But that's what people but said also, about BVS. Over it. A lot of Take care that? of your family. But, but BVS had made Zack Snyder saw that whole production through, and he made the film, and then he put back stuff into it. Like there is stuff that is not fully produced that he left the film so early before he had his own reshoots. I just don't think that that film is really there the way people think, and I also think that. People are just collectively such a gigantic baby yes. that you can't just go protest a movie that doesn't exist and will it into existence, and you're going to get that. That's like you know, that's like me dying every time that my nephew who's playing a Red Ranger tells me to walk in the direction so he can cut me down with his super ninja sword. I'm not going to go in the same direction no, twice, you Max. You learn. You well, learn the second time. I mean, maybe you could make your nephew happy and... I'm Get sure. Twice. Listen, he's three and a half. He's moving on. Learn. Moving on. Moving <laughs> on. Uh, well, a variety decided to release the 11 most disappointing movies of 2017. And look, we just got to keep it real. Uh, they put the most disappointing of 2017 was Justice League. So uh, I'm not going to read everything that uh, the uh, the author wrote about Justice League. Needless to say, it was not very warm, and it also compared it to Batman and Robin. I think this is so so unfair. I do, too. It is so unfair that they're saying Justice League is the most disappointing when Mummy is the second. Like, the Mummy snatched. Did you watch that Are you kidding me? Baywatch. Like, I get that there's more hype around Justice League, but Justice League was a good effing movie. Piss off. I think you have to look at two factors. Ghost in the Shell. When you think about disappointing movie, the way I interpret this is two factors. One, what is your anticipation, right? Hype. And how good is the movie? And then how much, you know, so the the anticipation being like how much financial windfall the film should have. And then how good do you expect the film to be? For me, personally, I did not know what to expect of this film the week before it opened. I was not as disappointed as I thought I was going to be. But financially... The fact that it opened lower than any of the other DC movies, I think you can make an argument that it's the most disappointing, even though for me, I would say Kingsman the of Golden the Circle. How did yeah. that do, by the way? Because I loved Kingsman 1. I didn't see Have, 2 yet. I didn't see 2 either. King, That's why Kingsman, Kingsman is the most disappointing, because I haven't even seen it. Kingsman 2 was very good. Really? Okay. Yes. See, and really? I haven't seen it because I've heard it was so bad. It I was need to very see. good. It was I've not as good, things. but it was Chat very roll, good. what did you think about Kingsman 2? It was very good. Oh, Fair somebody's enough. saying Last Jedi. Can't, can't agree there. I like love that, Last Jedi. Like you you can read the article on Variety. I mean, I think most of these are very um, – I, I have to agree with. I haven't seen any of these movies just – just looking at them, I was like, yeah, downsizing? Nah. And the reason they didn't but, put The Last Jedi on the list is because critics loved it. Yeah. So. I had friends who's I have not seen Star Wars yet either, but people are saying that that's the best one ever. I uh, think it's the best one of our lifetime, my lifetime. Kingsman 2 is okay. Um, no, I, I, I totally like that movie a lot. But listen, I think there's definitely an argument for Justice League just from the financial point of view. Um, you, because you should have been able to ca- count on the fact that it was going to make crazy bucks and and it was just like it, was. it really just did. ran out of time. Buckaroons. Which I think is, you know what it cost three hundred million to make. So obviously they still made double their money, but it just wasn't what WB wanted. And so now here we are today. Uh, last thing before TV time, Cinema Blend just released an article: ten Marvel and DC characters who could steal the show in two thousand eighteen. The only DC characters on there are Aquaman and Black Manta. Obviously, they're the only two. It's uh, <laughs> only movie we got this year. So yeah, I saw a lot of people like this is so biased towards Marvel. It's like who else do they want them to put on there? Yeah, it's, what are you gonna do? yeah there's, there's, <laughs> you could say Mara. This is uh, in sports terms. I guess you would call this a rebuilding year yeah. for the DC franchise. Sure, that's very fair, right? Yeah, that's a thing. You know what right. else is the thing? It's like the Knicks What else been is the thing? What else is the thing? What's the thing? What's the thing, Johnny? Tell me what the thing is. TV time is a thing. It's time for Rats and TV time. All the girls think Johnny's fine. Yeah. It's not really Christmas time anymore. It's we right. didn't get our freaking cookies. All right, girl, take it away. Oh, I'm girl. Okay. Uh, Black Lightning is right around the corner, guys, and we got a new TV spot. Let's check this mother-ish out. Okay, then. Wow, I tried to be cool. Did it sound cool? No, you did. Totally. Cool like this music. Go, Crest. Hey, now. Um, Jeff, where are you going? To get girls. Muhammad Ali. This reminds me very much of that awesome Luke Cage trailer. Wow, okay. That we set with, uh, and did you like Luke Cage or no? 
Thanks for watching. I did. I did. I did too. Uh, I'm excited mm. for Black Lightning. It's less than two weeks away. And Just one more. How many shows in the CW now? 17? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm cautiously optimistic about this one. I'm a little nervous. Uh, when they show the action in the costume, like at the end, like I, I it could look really silly. I, I don't know. Um, well, let's talk more about it. There was an image of Thunder from Black Lightning that I thought looked really badass. Adam, I don't know what you were saying when you were saying it looks just like a female Black yeah, Lightning Yeah, it looks version. like just like, Do you yeah. mean that in a good way or in a bad way? Oh, just, no, I, just in, in, in general. I mean, like, that's, like, the Fantastic Four costumes all look like they're all in the Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Yeah. So that, 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 that could be, like, it said they're a family, so I wasn't really aware of that. I thought this was... Um, yeah, it's a mom and dad, two dir- two girls, and they're all um, have uh, electric or lightning or. I think we're gonna see. I don't think so at first. I know he does. She, they don't, um, and they find out about him more. So we'll see. Um, also, talking more about Black Lightning. This one's interesting because we've been talking a lot about the fact that it is not involved in any of the other DC tv cw shows and that although it is a berlanti show it is taking place in its own universe but that doesn't mean that that's how the cast wants it to go oh you know there's gonna be a crossover Uh, yeah if the show does well there'll be a crossover the cast of christine go ahead no i was gonna say the cast i have here the cast of black lightning is actually going to be protesting outside of wb studios this saturday to get them into the uh rest of the berlanti universe i think so too they're gonna you know they're gonna wait there all night if they have to christine adams who's playing lynn pierce the ex-wife of black lightning uh says if i could pick one character from the dc universe to come on the show it would be supergirl i'd love to see her in the show just because i think we are Really, the show is about the girls. That's ultimately where we want to take it. We want young women to feel empowered, so it feels like Supergirl would be a really good fit. Wait, for what show? For Black Lightning. I'd love to see the three of them together kicking some butt. Which is interesting, because... Hmm. Is it about the girls, ultimately? Black Lightning? Yeah. Maybe it is. He said we're going to go get our girls, so maybe the whole arc is about getting the girls back. Maybe. Um, have you? That reminds. That makes me think of Supergirl. Have you been up on Supergirl? Have I been up? I mean, like, did you up to the season finale? Did yes, you yes, see yes, the, yes, yes, yes. I thought that that episode was like maybe the best episode ever. It, it's strong. Rain. Yeah. I just like a that lot be- of people aren't liking Rain though. Really? Yeah, they think that she looked like Crapola, but I think she looked great. Yeah, I mean, I guess the mask, whatever. I just like a good old fight like that, and I me love too. when your hero gets their butt kicked all over the place. Bleed. Do you, bleed, do you she bleed? did. Yeah, oh, I love that. Spoilers. I really like that too. Um, so that that's really strong. Where's a Martian know, Manhunter when you need one? I know, I or a cousin of a Trammell's. You know what's happening with that show though, and how it's sharing a time slot with Legends of Tomorrow coming back. What do you mean sharing a time slot? So when we come back um, in like a week or so, two weeks. What's happening is that Flash and Arrow are going to finish out their seasons normally. Uh-huh. Supergirl and Legend of Tomorrow are going to share that time slot. So first, Supergirl is going to have four episodes. Then Legend of Tomorrow is going to come back and have all of their episodes. And then when they're done, Supergirl is going to come back and play out until June, uh-huh. past when all the other shows are That's playing. That's kind of interesting, I guess. Very strange. Very strange. I got to say, I'm a fan of that as someone that gets anxiety about watching, watching all, all the CW shows. Well, now we have something to watch in June. Yeah. Now, you know, we didn't have anything to watch in June other than right. iZombie and possibly Preacher. I don't know when that comes back. Uh, so, yeah, it's fine. It's kind of weird, but we'll see. I kind of well, like that Speaking idea. of having shows to watch, uh, Roxy, it looks like... Okay, Ooh. don't don't break my heart right now. I, I just you. It's an article. It's okay. What they so, said. And what this is, is this is more pertinent to Adam's life than any of ours about what's going on with the Disney deal, as we've talked oh. about. Uh, but the Fox execs aren't really talking about what's going to go on with some of their shows, such as X Files, but more importantly to this show, Gotham and Lucifer. They were straight up asked about it because they have announced. The Gifted has gotten the green light for a second series, but they haven't said anything about the other shows. They said, it's a bit early to be talking about that, Fox chairman CEO Walden said. We are very happy with the creative direction on both of those shows, but we don't have anything to announce. Right. So, So, yeah, there's a big difference between The Gifted and Gotham and Lucifer. Yes. And that's, The Gifted is a Fox property. And Gotham and Lucifer... 
are not. They're so. not. They're produced by Warner Brothers, yeah. and they're they're licensed to. And that's what I've been telling you guys. I'm yeah. nervous that those shows are going to go away, or maybe they get taken up by the streaming service. The streaming Who service would be what, a very good natural place for them to go. We don't sure. know what the, is in their contract, though. We don't know if they legally could go to the streaming service after they leave there. So we we would have to see. It's interesting. Uh, they were mum about the X Files when the brand new season is about to start. I found that so that was that's a wait and see kind of thing, I guess. So. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Human Target Star. Well, the X-Files premiered last night and was beat by the new Ryan Murphy uh, procedural 911. Get out. So I know that ratings-wise, X-Files did not debut particularly strong. And like that's, you know, I don't know how many more seasons they were planning on doing of that anyway. And Duchovny can't be 911 looks really intense. Just... I didn't see it. Anybody in the chat will see 911? I didn't know it was Ryan Murphy. That actually makes me more interested in it than I would have been before. You like you didn't know. You just told us. I but I found out after the fact. Oh, oh. All right. Uh, if you guys watch Human Target, which I do not, there's a star on that show who is joining The Flash. His name is Mark Valley, and he's been cast to play a district attorney. Anton Slater in The Flash. That's according to TV Line. Valley will debut in Tuesday's The Trial of the Flash episode. In the comic books, Anton Slater prosecuted Barry Allen for the murder of the reverse Flash. Mm. Slater was created by Carrie Bates and Carmine Infantino. Uh, So what's interesting about this is that obviously this is not for the murder of reverse Flash, but it is for the murder of that guy that was older who left himself i don't know what to call him at this point because right. he the thinker yeah but he was but it was not it it was somebody else's body that is right. now there cuz the thinker's moved on so whatever his actual name is um so we'll see. We'll see. I feel bad for Barry so wait, Allen. So does this lawyer guy... Are you caught up on the show? Did I just... Yes, no, no, no. So does this lawyer guy, does he become like some kind of like superhero vigilante or... I don't know. Is he just a lawyer? Because it seems like big casting for someone that's just going to be a prosecutor. I feel like probably bad dude. Come Again, Charol, you must know. Who is that guy really? You said he's from the comics. Yes, so. yes, yes. And yes. he prosecuted him against the death of Reverse Flash? Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So we will see... Uh, if that has any more, if we find anything more out about that. There was another episode of Lucifer this week. I almost missed it because, holy crap, like, I, I thought they were on hiatus for longer, but they weren't. And there was an episode, and what I will say is that the, this was interesting because this was a 100% flashback episode. They took you back to prior to the show even starting. Um, and I'm wondering if they're doing this to try to up viewership. Like, jump on board here, learn about our characters. Uh. But I'm not sure. But it was a really strong episode, but... Probably not as strong as the previous five. <laughs> so, yeah. I still love that show. But you're just a big fan of that show. I, I love, love that show. show. And it was good. It was a good episode, but it was kind of like for beginners, I felt like. Okay. You know? Cool. So that's how I feel. And is that uh, covers TV time, I think. That's, right? that's TV, TV, TV time. Well, considering we didn't think we'd have much to talk about, we sure did. That is damn true. Oh, if you guys didn't check out our holiday special, yeah. um, we we did one with Marquia and Coy. We did a Marvel DC mashup. Adam and I went over there and, and we chatted some great things about 2017. So if you wanted to hear our opinion on any of the Marvel movies, you can check that out there. Too. Yeah, that episode did quite well, I believe. I may have had a few drinks before that episode, so and maybe during. Yeah, maybe during too. Possibly after. Which just made you it, wouldn't know. That. It was a holiday party that just happened mm-hmm. to be on YouTube. There's nothing wrong with it. Not at all. I wish I could have been there for it. Uh, but with that said, um, oh, and by the way, guys, you know, a lot of you ask us, like, hey, are you guys going to be doing any panels this year? We would love to. So if you know of any panels in your area or that you think would be a good fit for, please hit us up on social media because we think between us and Marvel, we have a really strong following and that we think that, you know, some panels would be, or I'm sorry, some cons would be interested in having us. So we're certainly trying to get ourselves on some panels this year. But as you know, it's a, it's an interesting web to weave in, in that process. So please hit us up on Twitter. Uh, let us know if you know of any that you think would be a good we'll fit. We'll panel your con. That's right. Or I'll con your panel. Um, oh, I also wanted to Matt. I, I don't know. Uh, this is like, it's an independent book. Is anybody watching uh, Happy on Sci-Fi? Mm-mm. I heard it's great. It's really good. Christopher Maloney's great. And uh, yeah, I've heard it's really funny. Really, really good show. And also the movie Darkest Hour with Gary Oldman Possibly the best superhero movie of the year. Winston Churchill, 
definitely qualifies Ooh. as a superhero. Okay. Amazing. I'm down for anything historical. I'm down. Oh, it was fantastic. Okay, cool. You're going to want to punch Nazis with your bare hands I after that movie. always want to do that. So we are at DC Movies SK on Twitter, Facebook.com slash DC Movies SK. Spread the word. Send our link or the iTunes link around to as many friends as possible. We're trying to grow this show as much as we possibly can because we think we're pretty good at it. Make sure you follow Mike Kalinowski at Mike Kalinowski. Adam Gertler, go. Hey, I'm at Adam Gertler. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, we could talk about stuff. All kinds of stuff. I'm cooking stuff. If you're near a doghouse restaurant, this month we're doing a special called The Porquette About It. We partnered up with Chef Bruce Kalman, <laughs> who is uh, currently is on the season of uh, Top Chef. It's a porchetta seasoned hot dog, so it's a pork belly hot dog with rosemary and fennel pollen and lemon and garlic and chilies, topped with a jardinier and crispy uh, chicharrones oh on grilled Hawaiian Jesus. bread. And a dollar of every... Um, if every purchase will go to benefit No Kid Hungry, and that's all of January and February at Doghouse. I just had one for lunch today, and I am very biased, and it was very delicious. I love pork belly. Yeah, it's pretty oh, good. Oh, I need that. It's decadent. <laughs> Guys, I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Also, sorry that I uh, diss uh, Krypton, and I forgot to talk about it during TV time. It's just Ooh. not as much on my radar, just being perfectly honest. But it was announced that the premiere will be March 21st. Okay. So for all of you guys, March 21st is when Krypton will be coming out. Uh, and I'll make sure I keep up yeah. to date on that. That was am- announced Krypton. in December. Um, Krypton. Krypton is, is coming forbidden. up. Yeah, cool. Anyway, I love you guys. Awesome. Uh, at Jay Quasto, uh, QuastoAlbum.com. You want to pick that up. This uh, Tuesday, I'll be in San Diego for a show. If you're in San Diego, I'll tell you how to get in free. Um, let's see. The Rec Room in Huntington Beach next Thursday, the 11th. And next month, I'm going to be in Fort Wayne, Indiana for a weekend, as well as Louisville, Kentucky for a weekend, where I'm actually headlining both clubs. If you're anywhere near there, uh, let me know, and I will uh, try to hook you up. Otherwise, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. What a great way to start 2018. We appreciate you all so much. The support you give us online is just the greatest. And thanks for being part of the family. There's no need for a fuss, no need for a kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. Shuffle. Shuffle. The shuffle. And shout out to Tony in the booth. Good night, everyone. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.